welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello and welcome to Bam Pow TV, your weekly recap for TV with Bams and Pows. <laughs> I am here to punch you in the face, Kenneth. And around the table, we have chest kicker Beatrice. That's me! And shoulder breaker Monica. Yeah, that's right. So let's jump right into, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, the best episode of TV I have seen in years, Legends of Tomorrow. I swear to God, once a month you say that about Legends. Yeah, well... I swear, they my just, hand to Buddha, I swear to God. All I'm saying is, they get hyped, and then they get more hyped. <laughs> they are the... Bar- it's just because I don't get ready, I stay ready. Yeah, no, I know. And they're the Barney Stinson playlist of television. It gets what? more hyped. What? Oh, man. I don't know what that means. Mid-2000s cultural reference. You both fail. Okay. No, I know who Barney fucking Stinson <laughs> is, bro. Uh, because he had, he had the, the playlist that he was playing when they were in the um, long car, a limo, some people wow. would call it. And one of those long car things. <laughs> long car. Um, and he, he, he was talking about action. how normally uh, playlists have ebb and flows. But his just gets hyped and then just gets more hyped. When was the last time you watched How I Met Your Mother? Oh, no, like a decade ago. How do because you remember it, that? I don't know, because I downloaded the playlist and it was pretty nice. Hmm, okay. That's yeah. Fine. Cool. So, so I still remember Press It, Press It for Glory. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Uh, Sven, we, we, when Sven came in with the dinosaur oh, thing and he was like. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Marshall felt Barney had betrayed Ted yeah. and so took him up to the roof and, and called all the pigeons that yes! were real mean. Okay, yeah, that's right. I mean, in Barney's defense, the the, the collect, Europe there was collectives a was way better. N. Yeah. Ted's was kind of boring. Look, Ben. All right. Are we ready to talk okay. about our thing? So, Beatrice is so bored. <laughs> <laughs> this episode starts out. We have a mission that just completed. No one's happy. Sarah comes back and is yelling at Zari who was trying to fix Gideon, but kind of broke her. No, she wasn't trying to fix... Well, she was trying, trying to, to fix the ship. Well, she was trying to fix the ship. And After she was trying to run a new program that she didn't run by anybody. Yeah. She just wanted to do it because she wanted to. Yeah. And so it went terribly wrong. Gideon mm-hmm. is... Offline. Offline. Not doing well. Um, Nate and Amaya totally fucked up their part of the mission. No one really knows why. They're just covering for it. Uh, Zari and Sari... Uh, I'm sorry. As a viewer, when they were lying about where they were, I literally went, they were off boning. Oh, well, okay. No one on the team. All right. Okay. Yeah. We we obviously knew because they are not subtle. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Zari stomps off, goes to work on the ship a bit, gets this weird goop in her face. Time group. And then the ship blows up. And we're like, oh, what the hell? And then it cuts right back to Sarah yelling at her an hour ago. And... I just let out this high-pitched squee that dogs (laughs) four blocks over started barking about. I actually forgot it was a time loop episode until it became a time loop episode. And then I also flipped my shit. I didn't know it was a thing. Because I love time loop episodes. Up top. Oh, yeah. Time loop episodes are awesome. Yeah. It makes me so happy. There's, There's at least one time loop episode in every show I love. So it's exciting. Nice. I feel like that is maybe indicative of your taste in shows, though. Unless the show's... It's because she likes sci-fi shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, it's yeah. a lot easier to do a time loop episode in a show set in space than, like, I don't know, uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. I mean, all the Star Treks, Stargate, Supernatural, Buffy, everybody has one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because you like I'd good shows. I'd love to see a Law & Order time loop episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. I feel like every episode is a time loop episode. <laughs> Just do the same thing. You're not wrong. Over and over. Um, 
but so anyway, we she obviously is like the the heck is happening, says a lot of weird stuff, and then gets locked in a chair and sedated because they think she's losing her shit. And then the ship blows up. Well, the reason I like time loop episodes is because you just get a lot of montages. And I love a good montage. I love montages. So, like, mm-hmm. We got the fun montage, and we got the montage of her being repeatedly knocked out, and Ray coming up with sillier and sillier reasons for why she's acting crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. From cabin was... fever to too many donuts. Too many donuts. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but basically, the whole point of this episode is, and you know, Beatrice pointed this out, is she doesn't really have an emotional connection to this character. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really care about this character. Mm-hmm. We don't really know her that well. We don't do that much with her. And she's an annoying little brat face whenever, like, she's in anything. She's just grumpy and emo mm-hmm. and does whatever she wants. So, like, <clears throat> this was an episode about getting to know Zari as Zari got to know the team and, like, mm-hmm. fucking trust them. Like, yeah. that moment when um, she went to Nate and Nate was like, next time, or no, basically, it's like, next time, tell me Groundhog Day, which she gets wrong and calls Hedgehog, Hedgehog Day. Day. And then he's like, oh, you're stuck in a time loop. Let's figure this out. And she's like, wait, you believe me? And he's like, yeah, that's what friends are for. And her, that moment when she's like, oh, we're friends. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Well, I mean, the problem, like, and I, I sometimes have to take a step back and remember, she's from a terrible future yeah. where she didn't have friends. She didn't have mm-hmm. anyone she could rely on. Yeah. I forget. But she's still real annoying about it. Like, yeah. just just be cool. Yeah. Like, how does she think that this team wouldn't believe her? Like, you're on a spaceship that travels that through travels time. That travels through time. Yeah. And if you go, I think I'm in a time loop, they'd be like, all right. Which is literally what happened every time she told someone. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the... Except Ray. Ray sedated her. Yeah. Which is weird because I feel like out of anyone, him and Nate would have been the two that I picked to believe, hey, this is a thing that's happening. Yeah, maybe Amaya would have had nerds. her sedated first because she's <laughs> yeah. from the 40s. and Because those two dudes they are didn't the most... Time back then. They're the most mm-hmm. genre savvy. Yeah. Um, there's a cute moment when um, Nate said that Ray was his best friend and I was like, Aww. yay. Yeah, I, I really liked... And I shouldn't say that I liked her spying on everybody, but I really liked fun. her just creeping on everyone and getting to know them mm-hmm. and... Oh my god, Mick writing his Oh book. my god! And, I, and all the traps I, that he I, said in his room. Right? Can I tell you how much I love his book? I want somebody on the staff to write it and then release it so that I can read it. That would be so great. Like a tie-in novel. Yeah. They started doing that for um, Nathan Villian's Castle show, that they had somebody ghostwrite it, and now yeah. they sell a shit ton of those books. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. it was they're written as if he was... He yeah, in yeah. the show was right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's they could definitely cool. ghostwrite it and just put by Mick Rory. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. hella. Yeah, that that would be fantastic, <clears throat> and I would read the shit out of that. But yeah, all the there's a bear trap just like in his room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he steps in it, and then they both just scream at each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> just uh, I can't even talk about this episode because it was so perfect, and I, I was I was so. Let me set the scene for this. Oh, okay. This I was watching this We're yesterday. Going on an adventure. It is. Ooh. So I'm working twelve hours yesterday on a Saturday on what was supposed to be a six to seven hour day. And most of it I wasn't actually doing much. I just had to be on site kind of babysitting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just chilling and back, playing some Zelda, and then watching this and trying not to cackle because <laughs> it was making me so happy. And I'm like, no, you gotta be cool. You got your headphones in. Just It'll look like you're working. Chill. Yeah. And it was so great. And then it got to the end, which we'll get to. And I'm just like, 
Just be cool, man. <laughs> don't okay. cry. Don't cry at work, Kevin. Don't cry. <laughs> I like The Rock in the Jumanji movie. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't oh, cry. I need to see that still. Oh my God, Kenneth. It's still in theater. It's still in theater. I know. Kenneth, I'm garbage. Can we take you to go see Jumanji? Because legitimately, yes. it was amazing. Yay. Martha, come look at my penis. It's <laughs> my favorite moment in the entire film. I mean, of course someone's name Martha. <laughs> Anyway, mm, I love I love Sarah's disco outfit with her perfect Farrah hair. Oh, the Farrah man. hair and the bright and her blue eyeliner, eyeliner and uh, the eyeshadow. On like point. I was dying. God, Ray's hair was also extremely feathered. It was great. Though yeah. apparently he can't walk in platforms. Yeah, they're tough. It's a, it's a, it's an acquired skill. I keep waiting for Ray and Zari to like be romantic. Am I weird? Well, they're the only real pairing option. Because, mm-hmm. like, I really well, liked how it th- how throughout this episode, Zari and Nate were really relying on each other. Friendship time. But it was just straight up bros. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were bros. Eating the whipped cream and yeah. doing all the stuff. Yeah, he made sure she had a fun montage. Oh, man, yeah. You gotta take at least one loop off. Yeah, you gotta. You, gotta, you have yeah. to. I, I can definitely see that. I hope that doesn't happen just because... Or Ray. Well, yeah, be, and Ray, Ray's kind of becoming the Black Widow of the MCU, where it's just, he just gets paired up with whoever is available. And, like, let him just have his Ray time. Wait, I kind of hate that you just said it, that. I don't like that. I, I feel like, bless you, that's what they do in the MCU is depending on whose movie it is, Black Widow is like, hey, super close to Hawkeye or now super close to Steve or super close to Bruce. Well, like, and, are you saying that she's romantically close to Steve? Like... Because I don't, I don't read it that way at all. They're bros. Okay, I mean, may, maybe I'm off base I on mean, that. There, there's definitely because nobody at no point did they say definitively that the two of them have never or would never hook up. There's definitely some gray area there for shipping if you want to ship them. But I, just looking at it strictly canonically, I don't really think that they're romantic together. Hmm. Um, okay, I feel like there's there's more gray area there for her and Hawkeye. Because we don't really... Well, except that then they gave Hawkeye a wife. I mean, that's mm-hmm. true. Like, legit, the only person they've actually tried to pair her with is um, Banner. Is Bruce. Which is awkward and weird, and I don't mm-hmm. like Nobody it. liked that. That was just that piece of shit Whedon doing piece of shit stuff. Okay, well, then I'll walk that back and just say that I don't like that Ray, Ray is, is pair- the yeah. person of the week for whomever is available on the ship. You're not wrong, and it's not cool. Because mm-hmm. he deserves someone, and, like, it sucks that... Or just... Or just be not. happy being alone for a yeah, while. Yeah. Like that's okay well, too. He's been alone since season one, man. No, no, he and Zari spent like a couple years in the sixties. Not sorry, uh, Amaya. Like, nope, not Amaya either, bud. No, that was season one, and it was hot girl. It was season one, and it was hot uh, girl. Okay, never mind. I that's retract what I'm saying. my complaint. He's been alone <laughs> since season one. I definitely. And before that, it was Felicity. Yeah. So he hasn't had anybody, but Nate and Amaya have had each other for two seasons now. Um. Technically, if you want to get all like, pa- like, is the person for everybody? It's the captain. She's had more romantic conquest than anybody in this show combined. Yeah, but I feel like hers. I don't know. I, I want to say like they're more fun, but that seems very reductive. I just I enjoy Sarah like having her own agency and just being like, "Hey, you look hot. I'm a bang you." Whereas Ray's <laughs> yeah. always fucking mopey. I understand what mopey. you're saying. Is Ray would be romantic about it, and Sarah just wants to have fun. And mm-hmm. I just want Ray to be romantic again. He's like a pretty good boyfriend, and it's been a long time for him. Okay, as 
I'll be fine with it as long as they actually stick to it because I really don't like Mopey Ray. No, Mopey Ray. I don't have time for that shit. I I don't like when they they put somebody in a pairing just to then break them up again Mm -hmm. three weeks later. I would, I would, Nate and Amaya, I'm fucking looking at you. Yeah, I would like it if we had at least one relationship that was static. I feel like that would be nice. I feel like the, I like it when each show has like one pairing that is that is just bulletproof. Mm -hmm. I like because it gives us different versions of how relationships work. And yeah, it feels like people just get together and then immediately break up. Yeah, and that's it's annoying. Lazy writing. Mm-hmm. And it's so common in comic books. Because and I, I don't like it. I think Monica's going to agree with me on this. How much I really liked in, I think it was the beginning of season four of Arrow, when Oliver and Felicity were really strong together. Oh yeah, that was nice. I loved that. And then I, they broke up for the stupid shittest reason oh, yeah. ever. I, I Just for the record, I do agree with her. Mm-hmm. Nice. Anyway, I'm just saying like, I feel like it's probably just because they're the only two single people on the boat, but also like, I don't know, Ray hasn't had a crush on anybody in a while, and like, Hard Eyes Ray is kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, though, I, yeah, though, I actually, I feel more like I would be, I'm not sure I would be into that pairing just because, um, I don't like when they bring girls onto the ship and then immediately pair them off with somebody else. Well, it doesn't, and you know what, I, I'm probably prefer it not to be Zarya just because she does not vibe at all like she's interested in anything mm-hmm. romantic or sexual at all and that's probably you know where she comes from and she's really focused so like that'd be fine i just you know like maybe he could get a girlfriend in a decade and just go back and visit her or something. yeah i'd be i'd be yeah i would say i would be down for ray to get a girlfriend but i don't think sorry is a good match for him. Yeah. yeah no that's fine okay anyway sorry back to the time loop. <laughs> change that approved quite no. a quite a tangent we just well, we talked on. through our thing that was nice did you see b and i's faces when you said that thing about black widow like we both were like oh we're not <laughs> Oh no! That was just that was just like... me having. I had to sneeze. <laughs> nice. Wow. I just feel like she gets jerked around by different directors, and I don't like it. Okay, yeah. see, that's true. I think the only directors who have actually gotten her right have been the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. Like Joss, kind of got her good in the first Avengers, but then shit the bed in Avengers two. Yeah. And the Russo brothers have just fucking nailed it with her. In Cap 2 and Cap 3. So mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait for Infinity War. Yeah, I always, I had always headcanon that her and, that she and Clint were, uh, that they had, that they had been. Ro- and if they were both alone, they banged it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then they, I got Avengers 2 and a, a wife and a farm, like who even knows. Like legitimately, I have to worry about dying. He's super soft and nice and gentle and kind mm-hmm. and thoughtful, which I'm sure, that, but he handled it so fucking shitty that, like, I'm just mad. Yeah. But if Russo Brothers handled it better, I'm in. Okay. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, I could dig that. Because, like, Bruce even <laughs> would probably be able to take care of herself, and he doesn't have to worry about hurting mm-hmm. her. Oh, yeah, because it's it's not like dating somebody like Betty Bills. Smart, yeah. but who, if you had an accidental Hulk out, right. you would have to always be concerned that you would kill her. Exactly. While the Widow is still, I mean, she's still, like, human. She's baseline human. But, but she her, can handle her main drive is survival. You know she's getting out alive. Oh, yeah. So anyway, like, I wasn't as mad as a lot of people coming out of Avengers 2 about that pairing. I, like, super got it. I just didn't like the way that Joss handled it at mm-hmm. all. Okay, so anyway, back to the show. Yeah. I'm going to light the building on fire. Um, so she dies a whole bunch. 
uh, I, I times montage, and it was mm-hmm. all bets well, were off. The one time montage is: did she do one of those things in everything, or was it in order because, to learn? Because you only have an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. as we more, see, yeah. By the end of it, I assume she had been in there. The whipped cream one and the suit trying on that could all be like within one hour. But like she learned in an hour. Yeah. So that's like four or five. And you can't learn to play a violin even no. passably well. Oh, that's but so it was tough. great for us. Yes. Because it was so nice. And we saw so much stuff. And we saw Sarah just chilling. It's where no one can fucking find me for yeah. five goddamn minutes. And like flirts with Sharp for a bit. Says Aww. some really nice time. You have like somebody creeping on somebody type thing. They only ever overhear bad the stuff. bad stuff. And 180. And be like, Sarah saying, oh, but I... You know, she's so frustrated care about her. Well, and it just shows, again, how good of a captain she is, too. It's like, mm-hmm. she, it's like, she drives me fucking bug nuts, and, like, I don't know how to get her to understand we need her, and she's important. Oh, yeah, because she has to wrangle a bunch of assholes, oh, dude. Oh, God, just like, selfish children. It's like a fucking... Sh- a younger her. Yeah. In sorry. Because yeah. she's just, she's angry, and she's stubborn, and she won't listen, and yeah. Sarah's just like, I want to shake you! But also, like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I love that uh, Nate's... Groundhog Day. I don't even mm, care. Have you rewatched it lately? No. And I'm going to let it, it just sit in my yeah. memory. <laughs> I, just, I just let it sit there no, in my movie, happy place. I had a movie that I thought I loved and was really good, and I rewatched it, and it's garbage. Uh, I yeah, I haven't seen see that you. Yeah, no, it was real shitty, and I thought it was something completely different than it was, because the past. love a thing from when you were a teenager, and don't ever experience yeah. it again. <laughs> uh, but I love that, which is about a time loop, but it Weird. actually, it ends every loop with the ship exploding, so it definitely fits in. A really good time loop episode, where yeah. at one point, Jack is playing golf into the Stargate, like he's like golfing into the... I was thinking about Live, or, Die, Repeat, too, All you need is kill. I, well, I was thinking of Live, Die, or Repeat... Or Edge of Tomorrow, depending what... God! <laughs> uh, when they were trying to hack all of the booby traps in Mick's room, and... Like at one point, he's Tom Cruise did this. Yeah, one. man, I love that movie. It's so good. We should watch that. Uh, and it's like campaigning not to watch <laughs> Avengers two. Too bad. Nope. We do this that for movie our listeners. Starring Emily Blunt. And I Emily would let her just pose. like slowly choke me to death with those arms. I think that's what John Krasinski does too. Finish. I know. They are legion, which is coming back soon. Speaking of news, oh, Gary was in a trash compactor, which I love. That was so funny. Because fucking Gary. <laughs> and so he there, screwed it up, got stuck in the trash compactor. All I had on me was my time loop box of 20 minutes to figure out what the actual five, problem five is. Minutes. I will cut you. you. We were talking about Gary. At the end of the Gary scene, it was five minutes. It was, I bet, the last the line before we broke for commercial was the captain going, are you saying it opened with the captain telling the team, we only have five minutes to find this Bob and save ourselves. I'm I bet dubious. you $5 because I hate when shows do $5. We'll, we'll check between this and- no, Shake no, my hand! Out of here. <laughs> we'll, we'll have, that was a slap and not a shake. Um, but anyway, so they, they find out the bomb. I'm to the 80s and they had- <laughs> They had to stop some, I, Who was it? Abba or someone? Like, mission. <laughs> that mission looked amazing. I know, I bummed out we didn't get to see that mission. So uh, they, they find that there's a bunch of really nice stuff to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've cry, learned... puppy? Yes. Yep. Awesome. Ugh. So perfect. Except that at the same time, all of her information came from creeping on her teeth. I miniaturized myself and stalked you. Yeah, but also... Oh, hey, you she's two. She's not wrong. Just fucking talk about your lives. Broke into your room, <laughs> looked through all your shit, read a thing that's very personal, and you should keep writing it. Hell and not right. McCreeperton is her advice to Ray, which is basically everyone should be more like you, which yeah, is true because then you have to kill her. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, and I'm glad that came out almost immediately, and it wasn't yes. like seasons about this this show specifically. Is there are no fucking secrets? Oh yeah, they nobody keeps a secret. Very... Was fucking Rip when he was trying to be captain and was terrible at it. Oh, because as we've established, Rip is 
of fantastic ideas man. Not a good He's captain. He's a terrible, terrible captain. Leader. Oh yeah. He just So anyway, it turns out he needs a doctor to follow or something. Turns out Gideon <laughs> is like, I don't know, an evil genius. Man, or overly Gideon. involved in her team's lives. And a bit of a perv. And a bit of a perv. Also, you know, like, like, she's so pretty. She is. Yeah. But also, she probably gets real bored. Oh, my God. So bored. Like, so. I also would be like, let's see what we can do with this. Yeah. I have nothing to do on this stuff. So it shit. turns out the very first time Zari got the, the time goop splashed on her, she just got she knocked just got, out. She got, like, really sick. And so while she was unconscious, Gideon was like, let's just kind of jack you into my matrix and teach you an important life lesson about teamwork and trust and love. I'm going to literally put you through hell until you figure out how to make friends. Also, I love that she, that Zari goes, yeah, but Gideon, like, what about Gary? And she goes, I just thought that'd be funny. (laughs) Which is like, Gideon also hates the time cops. She also hates them. This show is so on point. (laughs) I love it. Um, Uh, So good. Yeah, so, and then she... I was a little worried she more. wasn't going to. Like, I was worried she was just going to keep this inside of herself as, like, a little warm secret. Yeah. But I like that she went to every single member of the team and just, like, imparted a little knowledge and stuff. And, like, she's just decided they're all friends now. Mm-hmm. Which is great. And she got the violin skills, which I really like. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but you pointed out in the car that um, it was really nice because we skipped all the friction part of making friends. And we got to slide right into Zari's now on the team and everyone cares about yeah. her. Yes. Which is nice. Yep. And then episode closes. We go to someplace. I think it popped up. I forget where. No, it didn't actually. He oh, okay. was just like in a temple. Okay. Where Undisclosed location. Um, probably on the Asian continent. I assume right around where Barry dropped off. Uh, yeah, their friends. Good old now. Big Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Wally West meditating. Is and that a cute then, little bun on top of his head? head? Yeah. Well, yes. Yes, with the man bun. Man, that guy. Wally. <gasps> oh, man. Oh, That'd be great. my shit. And so then Rip shows up and is like, hey, what's up? Because Rip is so extra. Yes. But if it gets Wally on the team, I'm going to ask out Ava. Ava. Yeah. Correct. Not dumb. She knows that Ava wants her and wants to like. Zara gave her the kick in the butt that she needed. Well, I wonder if, because, um, you know, Sarah's been doing a lot of since Nissa. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if she's a little gun shy about it because she oh, knows yeah. that if, if she goes out and stuff. Yeah. That's more scary. It is. It is. Okay. Over to. Season finale of Runaways. We did it, show. everyone. They ran away from the camera in it's slow motion. So, so great. Self was good. Mm-hmm. Like, there was I, a lot of good is, stuff in this it. This is the most fun I've had with the show since probably the beginning, mm-hmm. actually. I remember like back out of stuff and real things being said and re-team ups. So that was nice. Yeah. But like... It's just going to be Preacher all over again. Where like the start was a lot of fun. The last episode was a lot of fun. And then it just slides back into mediocrity. Yeah. Mediocrity and all... Uh, uh. Krypton is starting soon You're the and the only one who's excited about that i'm not excited about, about that i, I don't think was. anyone is excited okay, about cool. it that's good I'm... at best people are gotham. gotham yeah which is another show that i literally I thought you were just gonna about. stop at goth i'd be like yeah that actually no you got because it's gonna be washed out it's gonna be almost black and white no. i'm not gonna watch it i mean you know actually i might no, watch the first episode we'll, we'll watch the first couple and get back to you on it the three of us we oh yeah Fuck. yeah we How many is it. a couple? Is it literally two? I'll give you three. Yeah. Okay. Three episodes of Krypton. Guess yeah. what? You just bet me $5. That's <laughs> not how bets work. Preacher next season? No, I kind of want to watch it. All right. Ooh, okay. Could, halfway through. We could do. Hands back in. This is $5! still not a bet. Bubble. Dang it. <laughs> um, professional with Monica. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot. I don't know. 
<laughs> it, it lasted for two more episodes than us. <laughs> so, it, oh, so runaways, they run away. They're out in the woods by Los Angeles. So okay. it's hot, dude. All right. I mean, it is. What? Mm. It. What? <laughs> What's with the face? I don't know. I just like. Do you know, kind of, oh, Jesus. I know it gets hot there. I do. Being in like the actual city. Yeah. Very, it's very cute. Also, like how they bought clothes to be undercover. Everyone is wearing her comic book outfit. Like that is straight up what she wears in the comics. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back and look. And it didn't happen. Wow. I could see comic chase wearing a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so something's alive at the bottom of the hole. Yes, and, it's a fucking Cthulhu monster. Yeah, it's an old one having old one type things. The Gaborum. So that's yeah. cool. Fins. Um, I like that Nico and Carolina are a thing, apparently. Yeah. 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 Got some more kissy no, face. Nice. We, we know that Carolina's been carrying a torch for her for a while, and so I wasn't sure how in it Nico was, um, but she seems to be in it to win it, so I am all about their their relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, for her, like, mm-hmm. Nico was, like, pro- poking everybody this episode, and I like that a lot, and I like that Chase does out loud. Like, it's complicated because I have feelings for her, and um, I super get Gert's reaction. Like, I've been there. No, he can't really like me. Are you sure he was talking stuff? Um, Alex is being a real weirdo. Uh, he like met up with that guy and took a guy. I get why I the guy would do for that. that. Well, yeah, that guy wants well. to know what's going on, yeah. and I mm-hmm. feel like Alex is just feeling overshadowed right now by everyone else. Yeah, because- he without a computer, and, and he has the ability to pay for them to get around. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, I mean, it gives him a little Lena out of like jail, weird Gaborum jail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Leslie turned. Yeah, no. About time. Because that guy's the worst. Like, he straight up tried to murder your children. Mm-hmm. Rise of Frank and the... Downfall? I, not downfall yet, because Slip- I, mm-hmm. I am actually pretty in, into that. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. Well, that I didn't know that's what he was going to do, and I feel shitty. And they're like, how could you... Bomb Molly's okay, parents. No, I know. So. <laughs> I'm saying about Amy. I'm oh, yeah, like, yeah. But I'm yeah, just saying, she, like, like... She knows that she did wrong, and... Her reason is actually, it's a valid reason. My favorite moment in that is fucking Tina. Tina is terrifying. Man, I when love When she, Tina. like, like realized and then stepped to Leslie, and I was like, oh, my God, she's yeah. going to kill her. Yeah, yeah. she is actually she has, going to gut you and crawl inside of you. Yeah, uh, she and then, like, great use line. you like a puppy. Yeah. She had that great line of, if we kill you and leave you in this basement, no, no one no. will ever know. And she just says it in this quiet, She's so like, scary, tone. but in that Ooh. way where you're like, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Life goals are wife goals, bro. Correct. Anyway, as an audience member, I got chills. I was like, fuck, never go against Tina. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Well, it's it's interesting to me how much more sympathetic they're trying to make the parents. Yeah. Which So they're, they're setting up the parents as... Like they're going to betray... Jonah. Jonah. To try to save their kids. Yeah. So I do have to wonder if parents all died. <laughs> like if the parents... Saving the saving kids. Saving the kids. Because then they can do like a children for fifteen years. Yeah, but by by making them more um, sympathetic, sympathetic, they've been sticking around for so long, and I need them to either be more evil or to be dead, basically. Yeah, crime on the entire West Coast, basically. Yeah, like you didn't have it, and you know it's because the pride just ruled the entire West half of the. Oh yeah, country. like in the comics, they had all those great asides in some other other comics as well. Yeah, so it. I feel like they're kind of bought into a thing for money and power and now they're regretting it and mm-hmm. trying to get out and they should yeah, but I think by by trying to make it more shades of gray and less black and white it's actually because uh. in the comic I think the interesting part is saying is is taking the the metaphor of as in monsters 
and making them actually literally evil. Mm-hmm. That metaphor is what made it so interesting. Uh, this season ends with them all trying to hop a bus someplace. It, it was it was Alex's dad, okay. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, yeah. who who called in the Amber Alert. Yeah, and so bus, and they end the season with them just running running away because do that in the comics as well yes like they yeah, yeah, yeah. they said that they that all the other kids had kidnapped molly because she was the youngest yeah Yay. i just wish we'd gotten here at like episode, episode five eh, could have been immediately yeah so thoughts thoughts on the season i like nico being reciprocal to carolina um i really the CGI for Old Lace was really awesome for a TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for Carolina. So, like, there were things I liked, but at the same time, it was kind of a boring disappointment. Yeah. I, Why? If this show had come out a decade ago, I would have loved it. Because yeah. it would have come out right around the time of Heroes. And just, but, like, there's so much good TV on. And so much good, specifically, superhero show in a sea of very good television. So, yeah. it, it's hard to work up a big care about it. For me where you see a lot of good ideas and a lot of good stuff in it, but it's just so slow. Which so. is my favorite thing to say now. <laughs> I, I would say thought, meh. I would say yeah. meh. It was, yeah. it was, meh. It was 440 minutes of our life. Ugh. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> You're welcome. Final show Holy of the week. shit! How? This is like the, this is the best so episode. This of, yes. Okay. Yes. We'll agree. We can talk about it when we rank them, but yes. That you are so wrong. No. Stop kidding. Literally, yeah, I man, had to get her I to did. stop and go, who the fuck is Ori? Where are we? Did I miss something? Did I we? went yeah. back and watched the end of the last yeah. episode to make sure <laughs> I like, didn't super like, miss no. something. Yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm like, and watch this show and I don't remember any of this. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So that's good to know. At least I feel like this show did not, I wish they'd been a bit more aggressive about using the now and then. Three hours well, early. Could- 45 a.m. And then we'll, we know, oh, it's important to know the time. Yeah. The, the, well, I yeah. think what was start, the, the, the cold open is Lewis, and then we do the credits, and then it starts there. I think if it had started the cold open. With that, it, with and that, then Lewis, and then the credits. It would yeah. have been less confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to start in media res, but after the credits was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I think that first scene was a better cold open. And mm-hmm. then it could have done the credits, and then Lewis, and then back to the scene. Yeah. Because so, I hate that fucking kid. Man, oh yeah. Uh, so it turns out um, Senator Ori, as we had known last episode, mm-hmm. had hired Anvil to do security for him. Yes. While he is talking about anti-gun stuff. Um, Lewis kills one of Billy's Anvil dudes mm-hmm. and infiltrates the area and just starts working his way toward the room. Can I say, I want to talk for two minutes about the um, bird cage scene. Okay. Like, I just want to talk about how funny it was to me because Lewis is on this weird trip about freedom and, like, um, the metaphor is freedom versus being caged and thinking you're free. And that's what Lewis thinks everybody is. And his battle is with people who won't let people be free and have guns Mm -hmm. and do all this bullshit stuff, right? So, like, this... This moment where he finds these finches that are in a cage and then opens the door and they don't move and then puts them next to the window and they don't fucking leave. I thought that was such a funny little scene of him completely misunderstanding what it is he thinks he knows about America or unhappy. It's that they are happy. They know where they are and like they're cool. They love their person and they love each other and they're happy where they are. And like you forcing them to leave because you think that's what's good for them. It's such a great like metaphor for like his bullshit like mission. Yeah. Anyway, I had a great time. It ran a little long, but I was enjoying him being confused by the dumb. I mentioned this is 
pretty soon after the Parkland shooting and yeah. watching it right after that. And so I conversation about seeing it mirrored in this show versus mm-hmm. what is actually being talked about. Oh, you about mean like right the now. conversation between Karen taking, you know, certain guns from all people. It's all guns from which certain well, people. That's actually one thing I like about this show is it, I don't feel like it's much more. Here are two sides to this. Let's start a dialogue about it. Yeah, because yeah. I do like she's then a gun, a tool, you know, and he's like and and I, because I think it's it's fair. But that we can't just say it's only about mental illness or it's only about sand. Um, and if well, and I, I thought it was interesting. And, you know, people how, you know, ironic it is that um, this senator who is anti-gun is being protected by armed men. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the kind of statement that we don't need in the discussion because you can be anti-gun but believe in being protected. You know what I mean? Like, you could be anti-AR-15 and mm-hmm. anti-anybody can have a gun whenever they want, but you can also believe that you should be protected if your life is in danger. So well, I, I kind of wish that someone had said something back about that. That there's a difference between hiring someone who has the training exactly. and the ability to mm-hmm. use a gun carefully and safely mm-hmm. and just anybody walking into a right. Walmart and like, buying a rifle. If he was anti-gun and then, like, allowed a 19-year-old fresh out of college to purchase a weapon and then be his bodyguard yeah that would be yeah, kind of ridiculous there. but the, he his life has been threatened and he hired trained people who happen to carry weapons to protect him and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean his stance anti-gun means less so i was a little i was a little frustrated but like a little 60 bit comments on no. facebook now no, i know <laughs> i also think in that moment like she was baiting billy a little bit could have been and get a good quote yeah well and i also like that she she carries a weapon but she knows why she fucking i've trained and the cops know I have it, and like I know why I need it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, self personally would feel less safe with a gun in the house than more safe. But I'm um, if I was trained and knew how to use one. See, my thing is, if I had a gun in the house, I would be trained to, like the password to himself until he took us to the range and trained us on those specific yeah. code was not like don't you know don't go in here and use them. And he waited till we were of a, an appropriate age, but correctly because you're right, having one in the house doesn't mean shit. You have to know how to utilize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have stuff to make sure that no random person can walk in and get a hold and get of it. Hold of it. Yeah. It's, anyway. t- it's tough, man. Uh, I have you come from a hunting place, a hunting state, a hunting family, mm-hmm. which I don't. My dad just liked having them. Your family hunts. Your family had guns in the house. How can you be Anti. anti-gun sh- <laughs> to shoot deer and having a goddamn AR-15? Oh, yeah. That's such a reductive argument. It's like there, there's hunting rifles with like a five-round magazine mm-hmm. versus a 30-round magazine on an AR-15 equivalent. Yeah. And that's Yeah, you don't need to be able to that, kill 15 people yeah, in three people seconds. people really gloss over is, you know, just even there, it's going to suck, full stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't liquefy your inside. I feel like if if I if I had a, if I lived by myself and I wanted to have a weapon in the house, I would um, with pellets that would be a deterrent to less somebody. Murdery and less murdery. And they're really cute. Oh, sawed-off shotguns so cool. are you can illegal. Hide them under a trench coat. Yeah, but like they're so cute. <laughs> okay, they're illegal if you get. Bet me five dollars, Paul. how best work. Damn it. Okay, let's get back to the show because yeah. one of the thousand things is Beatrice's one of her favorite tropes in movies and television is a rush. That's the one storytelling where you get three different versions of the same oh. story yes, there's a leverage Man, episode called the rashomon job it's based on an old classic film called rashomon Nice. Heard, which I think was Senator Ori. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, yeah. When like, like, um, <laughs> fucking Lou. At one point, he like shot at the senator, and I'm yeah. watching this going, 
Hang on a second. Yeah, the wrist like, doesn't Whoa. feel right. Zero sense. One, that Frank shot at the senator and didn't hit him. Didn't <laughs> hit him. Uh, number two, you? that the senator just picks up that gun and st- like actually hit Lewis. No. 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 That's not how guns work. You don't just like pick it up and know how to use it. Mm-mm. Yeah, Lo- she's like. Last week, that, no, is, that no. is a pile of horse shit. Fucked up. She's fucking wrecked. So then, <laughs> she, because we find out she has had. A she got real blown bad up day. twice. Yeah, twice she like, got blown up. She's got some permanent hair. Episode is there were so many people in the episode going, "This doesn't make any sense as a Frank Castle job." And went, "Look at this! You're telling me people got out of here alive, and you're telling me number one that that Frank Castle doesn't use bombs. Like we have never number one, he does not ever use bombs. Like who worked the case? I'm like, did Frank Castle ever use a bomb before? No. Did Frank Castle? Why would he suddenly pick up a bomb that also did not happen? So it was it was weird to me how much he was harping on it just because that he must be working. I'm mm-hmm. starting to think Lewis. he might be getting pressure from upstairs to assign it to Frank Castle mm. or Mahoney, who's a smart cop. We've seen this. Yeah. Is trying to get these people angry enough to slip where if he continues to push the Frank Castle narrative, knowing that these two women have a connection to him and mm-hmm. may therefore have a feeling. Uh, I could see that. That yeah. he's just trying to poke a fucking bear until one of them like lights up and slips. Yeah. Basically mm-hmm. the police version of what Karen was doing to the both senator. Billy and the senator. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So I think I think that's what he was doing. I he never once stated his opinion. He just said, you know, Frank Castle was seen here. Frank Castle could have been. They came up different stairs. Like, he was just stating facts. Mm-hmm. He never once said, I do believe it was Frank. Yeah. So I think he was just trying to, like, rile them up. All right. That makes sense to me. Because he's not an idiot. Yeah. Like, Madani pointed out, where is your proof yeah. that, like, this this doesn't say Frank at all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, through, when you reorganize all of the yeah. actual timeline stuff, mm-hmm. we, we end up with Madani talking to Billy down in the lobby before all of this goes down. Mm-hmm. Because she talked to her boss and was like, hey, here's what's actually happening. My room was bugged. I do, Your room is bugged. That was a really good scene, too, because he's like, what the fuck are you doing, like, placing different versions of, like, reality? And she just goes to the wall and pulls a bug out and goes, yeah. motherfucker, I was doing my job. Yeah. I was a little concerned that she was going to go and the bug would and be it was gone. Gonna be gone. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was really stressed out that it wasn't going to be there. Yeah, so she pulls a bug out of his room. He's like, oh, crap, okay. I wish you'd still talk to me. This makes a lot more sense. Mm. Also, here's some information. All those dudes that we found were ex-Anvil people. Mm-hmm. Watching, and she's like, watching Billy hmm. straight up lie, like, number one, he's so... Because her thing is like, isn't it weird that all four of them worked for you? And if I were Billy, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I feel like we we know why he slipped because he's under a lot of stress or whatever. Oh, yeah. And eventually the team going, Billy, you're better at that. But also, that dude's a sociopath. Oh, yeah. He is an excellent liar. He... Slips tries to lie it, lie it off, but slips mm-hmm. a bit. And then bombs go off up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's oh, like, my God. God damn it. When one of those anvil guys, like, throws the door open. And- Better at your job. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough, too, because, like, the second Karen was in the room, lot to Frank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, yeah, I think B said it at one point. that Yeah, so, that, yeah, because, um, oh, so we, we see Madani in the stairwell. But earlier than that, we see, like, Tells everybody that he has a bomb and takes Karen hostage. Well, first, he's got or comes out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Runs, jumps off the coffee table and takes a bullet to the chest. But then he takes he takes, takes Karen. And when he gets her into that elevator and Frank just looks at her and goes, I will try to talk somebody down. He does this like shushing yeah. um, where he's just like, shh, shh, shh. He goes a dad thing. He's like, 
look, just just, sh- just sh- stop throwing up on the couch. <laughs> with Lewis, because like you could see he was extremely stressed out because Karen was in da- Karen is in danger. Uh-huh. Like, he's keeping his shit together because he doesn't want her to get hurt. But also like mm-hmm. all the elevator with Karen, and the minute the doors close, all the Anvil guys turn their guns from the elevator. Oh my to god! Flag. Double body armor. <laughs> Oh my God! Frank got shot so many times he today. So yeah, many. it was. A- you do not have a metal arm. You're not Bucky Barnes jumping down a oh stairwell. God. Oh my God! So the second he pulled, like, this is why I love you. Yes. Nice. Oh my God! So then there's that stairwell scene with Frank and Billy. Oh my God, that was so tense. I was sure oh he God. was going to shoot her. Oh my yeah. God! When he shot Frank and it hit him in the head. Through the season, that's all I know. Dude, for mm-hmm. real, Madonna's the shit. So yeah, so she knows what's up now. Yeah, they, and I've never from the stairwell. They arrest everybody. Yeah, arrest everyone. Frank escapes, gets mm-hmm. down to the very bottom of the the hotel because Lewis gets away from everybody and into that like kitchen, and then immediately lets Karen her to stay alive a little bit longer. So I do also. So he gets down there, immediately releases her. What are we going to do? How are we yeah. going to get out of this? We need to stay alive. <laughs> and then she says, been in these situations yeah, oh way yeah. too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scared, Lewis. Like, what are we going to do? So I really like, she's such a, she's so good with people because she's been in this shit before mm-hmm. and she knows how to kind of like, also she has she a moment of like Karen and her character where she didn't try to run. She didn't say I, she didn't. And he's like, you didn't like my manifesto. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, explain Help it to me. Help me understand. And then we will go. <laughs> here and yeah. So Frank shows up, mm-hmm. talks to Karen and is like. That was also great. Hey. Frank was having two separate conversations, which is such a great way of showing that, you know, everyone is all muscle and guns, but he's wicked smart. And so he remembers how he. Hold on. Harvard. Harvard. Harvard Yad. Harvard Yad. Look, he's from there. He's not. He's from New York. Anyway. Work. That people generally build shit the same way. Mm-hmm. So he knows the white wire is probably it. Or know how to like get them both out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I really liked how she would like finger a wire the purse. Like, oh, women, can you believe this? She's been all over the place, but she's still got that bag. I bet you can tell. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah. She pulls the wire and she shoots Lewis. Right in the foot. Which, right man, in the like, foot. That guy. Every time I see someone get shot in the foot, like I broke my foot once yeah, and it was a light break. Oh. Like I would crumple and start throwing up. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, I mean, he did just start crying all over himself. He like did. Like, meat locker thingy. Meat locker. Yeah. Shuts and locks it. And then this is what I thought was really interesting. That weird poem. The weird before. poem yeah. thing. And um, Frank is literally standing there egging buddy. Well, yeah, because he's almost tired there. of Lewis's <laughs> shit, dude. He's like I'm fucking tired of shit. this guy. Also, and not killing him because he like understood where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But the second he touched Karen, that was it. And then he blew up and it was great because fuck that guy. He tries to get Karen to leave, but she won't. She will not. Then, yeah, then they get blown up and they're, I love the moment right after they get blown up and they're both laying on the floor. Don't look at me. And he puts his hand under her hair at he, the back of her neck. No, 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 He slides his hand across her throat and then under her hair at the back of her neck to see if she's all right. And she brings a hand up to, like, grip his elbow. And I'm like, you guys are going on. <laughs> it's so... Because that's a romantic move. That is romantic touching. I just... My problem, like, Archer's ruined me. And after anything like this, I just want someone to go, mop. <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit out of because our show. Because that was an enclosed area with a well, giant explosion. Well, the sound went weird. Both times she got blown up, the sound yeah, went weird. Yeah, but I want someone to acknowledge no it. No one's going to be Archer on this show. That's very disappointing. Anyway, the point is... You can tell these two people care about each other a lot. Oh, yeah. And it, mm-hmm. he's not that physical with anyone, really. Frank doesn't touch people unless it's violent. Mm-hmm. So watching him softly check her and, like, touch her face in a romantic way, just, like, 
shattered my insides. Yeah, oh. it was nice. Yeah, and so then there's then there's cops, and so Karen's like, okay, I've got. Frank didn't like. Yeah, no. but I okay. So my I did like, notice that his hand was not on the trigger. It was not on the trigger. My like, just like, no, oh god, and then the door shut, and they both crumple. Yeah, just that collapse on either great. side. Like <laughs> when they're in the elevator, and they have to keep. Like have to keep working, but they don't actually need to say anything to him. Like before he leaves, they have that like really the quiet forehead, forehead touch. Oh, it's so good. Like I got, I kind of like romantic entanglement. I don't think he's there yet, but you can kind of see that he's starting to feel that way about kick. But like she's thrown her lot in here, and it's fine. And so there's just that really nice moment where Karen reached out to him a couple of times, but he, she only really touches him after his. And I feel like it just does a lot about how she knows him well enough to know that he's not ready. And she'll never push. She'll never push for anything because she knows his history. He's and like a scared deer. Like, oh, my God. It makes so much more sense that they didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just. With uh, Frank escaping and. Mm-hmm. Madani and Karen have a moment. Mad- gets confirmation that Billy killed Stein. Yeah. Yes. Madani and knows now. She's got fucking murder. Vaguely ashamed and uncomfortable face because she definitely fucked that guy. Like a bunch. Like yeah. A bunch. She was walking down that hall before she caught Karen. She was remembering Billy taking care of her after sex. Oh, gross yes. feeling. Just like you just want to rip all your skin off. Like kind of a feeling. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, cool. So that has been our show. <laughs> no! We will see you. Oh, so six. Now, I just want to say. 57 seconds, I just want to say so. how much oh I God. like her on this show. Um, That she was great when she was by herself. But anytime she was. Even in a scene with Matt, in on herself to give him more space to yeah. be his extraness. <laughs> um, but seeing her on this show may not be a romantic interest. interest. Um, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. But even when she's with just hey, I'm here to help further Matthew's plot. Yes. Exactly. Where she and Frank all the time, you know, he trusts her and depends on her and asks her for things. And when he calls, she'll be there. And she has the same feelings for him in that he's always been there to save her. He's always shown up when she's needed him, when she's called, and even when she didn't. Somehow Frank is just there. He never showed up when she needed him to. And so it's just like she's so great on this show because all she's confident and she knows that she and Frank are partners. Whereas she and Matt never got there because Matt doesn't share with anybody. Mm-hmm. But Frank mm-hmm. has never lied to her. He won't say anything if he can't say anything, but he's never... And yeah, she's just like this 100% full character on this show. And I like her so much. Like this hardcore badass. Yeah. And even when it was her and Foggy together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She just. I think think that says something a little about whoever's running and writing the Punisher versus their better storytellers. They know how to get all characters fully fled. Yeah. Or not take away. Wrong and don't like Matthew. Like it's not actually his fault. No, it's not. Time he's in a scene. Yeah, Yeah, it sucks. Because yeah. So then it's. Yeah, on this show, I feel like she is Karen Payne with Matt. It's just Karen Page love interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all she gets to be, which is so frustrating. Yeah. Well, it's Punisher and Daredevil, but Daredevil is so much centered around Matt and like whatever shit, their own space, even mm-hmm. in scenes with Frank. And I think that's just the writing. I wonder if there's something about because Daredevil for so much of the sh- of the show is about like his identity issues. Mm-hmm. So it's always about, oh, I have to keep this secret from so and so. And that takes up so much space that I feel like there's less space for other plot. Mm-hmm. Whereas on this show, we don't have to carry yeah, that. Frank is just the punisher. There's no there's no secrets, there's no hiding stuff. Mm-hmm. So by chopping out all the identity issues, I I wonder if that just leaves us more space for other people. That could make sense. Probably yeah. actually. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Anyway, this was amazing, and okay. I loved everything. Favorite show of the week? Punisher. I'm not kidding. Boo. Favorite show of the week? 
Also Punisher. Oh my god, you're both terrible. Okay, you're well, wrong. We're right. Majority legend, rules. Mm, mm, because mm. I love time loops. Here's the thing, though. It felt repetitive. The episode. How it like time loop a works. lot. No, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that went down. High five. We've me. seen on other episodes that were time loop episodes. Like, and it had a lot of references to other time loop. Like, oh, you mm-hmm. need a fun montage, and like it was trying to do that thing that it does so well generally, where it's really meta and references itself. But on this one, it just kind of felt. Tired. Oh man, no! I was, I was so bought yeah, in. Yeah, I have to say, I was so excited to love this episode, and I do generally love Legends, and I, I mean, love yeah. time loop episodes. This I loved, I loved it, but yeah, but I don't know. There was, it, there was something missing for it for me this week, and I'm not sure what it was, but I just wasn't. It didn't feel like ten out of ten for me so this week. Maybe when, it was when like, did fun die in your life? Okay, oh my God. what's that like? No, you know what I think I just realized is like I didn't see the Star Trek one, but mm-hmm. I saw Groundhog Day and I saw the Stargate and I saw the Supernatural one. Maybe it's because Zari wasn't really having fun and she didn't. Not that she wasn't enjoying it, but like Jack on Stargate mm-hmm. wasn't enjoying it. But the way in which he didn't enjoy it was funny. Like he's sarcastic and dry, and like I fucking feel like I'm going crazy, and he makes that face oh, with, yeah. and then. The time loop episode for Supernatural is just mostly hilarious. Yes. And then, like, I'm sure the Star Trek one had funny moments in it and whoever was doing it, mm-hmm. you know. And then, like, on new Star Trek, they had the time loop episode yeah. with um, the blonde kid whose name I can't remember. Yes. And he's dry and sarcastic and exhausted, but he can still find a way to find the humor in it. Mm-hmm. And the way that they did Zari is she was just tired and sad the whole time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why we didn't enjoy it as much. Because be. she wasn't enjoying it. That's or at possible, least yeah. wasn't embracing the craziness of it. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Anyway, you're wrong. We're right. Punisher was the best this week. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, man. I, lo- I think I think it was that I, I liked this episode of Legends, but this week I loved this episode of Punisher. Yeah. So that's the difference. That's fair. Loved. Yeah. Okay, well... We can all agree that Runaways was a show that we watched. <laughs> yes, and correct. it is now over. Yay! So we will be back in your ears is tomorrow. Is Black Lightning back? I believe so. I was like bummed out. There was no Black Lightning this week, dude. Yeah, I think it took a random one week. Yeah. So we have. Oh, actually, yeah. Uh, Legends Flash and Black Lightning is black. Black. Black Lightning's black. <laughs> Legends Flash what? and Black Lightning is look are back. <laughs> Three three shows are back next week. <laughs> nice. It's great. When do we get Shield back? Um, ninth of March. Oh, but it's that's... the hundredth episode. Yeah, and it's the start of a new pod. And wait, we it's haven't the hit hundred episodes yet. Oh no! Uh, so apparently it's back the second of March for its ninety ninth episode. Now that I'm looking at this. Uh, then you can go full syndicated, yep. and ABC can make that syndication money. Oh, and then yeah. maybe it won't get cut. all the syndication you. money to like fund Man. Agent Carter. So on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> to the Dark World. Her, her, Kenneth, so many portals. Portalception. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm here for it. So we'll see you then. Same bam time, same pow channel. Bam pow! <laughs> Oh, no, not his goopy little head. <laughs> I'll make you. Oh, whoa. Oh, I like how much traction you're getting out of his lotioned up skull. Oh, hello, ladies. Oh, man, I'm going to talk like this. Yeah, this is going to be the, the Kenneth Talks. Oh, no, I hate it. Mm. Boo. Welcome to my garage. No, we have to oh, leave oh, now. Oh, oh, oh.
This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. <laughs>